It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah! Hey, here it's we are. It's a manic Monday. The world is not over. The world is not over. No, not at all. No. Browns are 2-2. Two and two. They're yeah, a game they out of first place. They are. It could be worse. It and I'm looking worse. at you. Wow. It could be worse, yeah. Wow. It is, it is what it is. It is. We're going to start with um, yeah. our basically our shotgun reaction. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What our two minutes about this football game are all about. And... Gene, do you want to start? Go ahead. Sure, why not? You know, uh, as you can see, I'm not drinking Kool-Aid. I got a little <laughs> water today, uh, a little water. Don't mean the Kool-Aid going to stop. You know, you come back and, and get you a couple more Just on pause. Just, you know, no, no, we never on pause at bushlinebeauty.com backslash barbershop. If you want to go ahead, we're never paused there 24 hours a day. See what I did? <laughs> that boy cold. <laughs> no, but, uh, but you know what? It's, it's crazy. Um, today, this, this conversation is going to be about DTR versus Kevin Stefanski. I think if you guys sit and hang out with us and watch a little bit, don't get too frustrated. But we are going to bring up some things for you guys to think about. Um, it's a quarter of the season over, and I know we got a 17th game, but there's some things that are looking like a bit of a pattern. The Browns are 500. They could come out and be great after the uh, bye week. They could come out and slide a little bit. I think there's some things that they need to be mulling over in the office for the next two weeks, especially when it comes to the offense. All right. Rapid fire, by the way, before I get my Browns take. Uh, rest in peace, Tim Wakefield, who passed away from stunning news. Wow. Brain cancer. Years old. Awful job by Kurt Schilling announcing that he had cancer. Uh, you didn't hear about this? No. Kurt Schilling announced that Tim Wakefield had cancer a couple days ago. Tim Wakefield did not want that out there. Wow. Oh, jeez. So, awful move. Did he know that? Well, he couldn't have known that. He wouldn't have violated uh, his trust. He, he, in fact, said, I'm not sure he wants this out there, but I'm going to say oh, it anyway. what a douche. Um, number two, I, I'm not, this has nothing to do with uh, what you think of him as a president, but happy 99th birthday to Jimmy Carter. Yeah. Nobody could de- debate that he's a great human being. Do you know that... Most Americans living today were born after he left office. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a mind blow. Stat. I thought he was going to, I mean, it looked like he was on his deathbed six, six months, months ago. Six months ago, his grandson came out yeah. and said, it's not looking good. Yeah. And he turned 99 yesterday. The guy, I think he's still building houses for, for poor people. The guy's amazing. Karma. Person. Did you, uh, did yes. you slide RBG in there? Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away. When, when was this? Was this last week or this week? She died She's like been dead th- like three years Three bro. years ago. No, no, no. That, no, no. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, Diane Feinstein. I can see Diane how you like, like, it's yeah, the same, yeah. like, right? They're the same, right? They're, they are completely. Another old right? Jewish woman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Diane yeah, yeah, uh, Feinstein, Diane died, Feinstein yeah. passed away. Yes, sir. All right. Now to the Browns. Okay. It's easy to panic and flip out and go bananas. 
But I got to be the voice of reason. It, things were bad yesterday. There's no doubt about it. The defense was not great. wasn't bad. And it's pretty hard to play great defense when you have no chance in your offense. When Think about this. The Browns' defense played very well early, right? Early, first couple of drives. And they quickly realized, wow, we have no shot on offense. Our quarterback None. cannot play right now. And it's hard to keep up that level of play and, and just be perfect when you're coming back on the field every three plays. Uh, there's plenty of criticism to go around. Stefanski deserves some, no doubt. Uh, when you, we can't pit it all on him. Not every time they lose is a play calling. Although I think, and I'm usually anti-complaining about play calling, there is some criticism on that vein that I think is fair. And DTR was terrible, but he's a fifth-round rookie, and people should have maybe expected that. Nobody was saying, listen, you could rip the Browns organization all you want, guys, but nobody was saying the Browns should have a veteran quarterback until this game happened. Everybody was excited to see DTR. He fell on his face. Now, don't write the guy's career off based on one game. That's not fair either. But he was clearly not ready to play. And maybe, maybe the Browns should have considered P.J. Walker, who has played some games in this league. Again, I don't think he's uh, any kind of long-term answer either. And the, I think we also saw that Deshaun Watson's got to play and play at a high level for the Browns to be successful. And you could say that pretty much about every team in the NFL. And all their starting quarterbacks, yeah. Yes. Um, Big takeaway, the Browns better sign three more quarterbacks because they're going to need them. This offensive line is going to get guys hurt all year. <laughs> We've got two mobile quarterbacks. DTR took a beating yesterday. He took well, you got three mobiles. Absolutely. Walker's mobile, too. Well, yeah. yeah. He's not the answer. We know that. DTR yeah. took a beat. He had no chance. Not only was it a difficult grading curve because it was his first NFL start, it was his first NFL start with a line that looks like Swiss cheese. They're going to get guys hurt. I wouldn't be able to safely say, yeah, we can count on Deshaun Watson when he comes back. He's going to get hit. They're pinatas back there. And both those guys are mobile, mm-hmm. and they took shots. Deshaun's taking shots this year. Every other clip after the ball fell incomplete, the camera took and uh, a shot of DTR uh, pulling grass out of his face mask. He just got absolutely destroyed. So, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know how you fix this. I think that this was a definite come-back-to-earth game. Uh, The offense doesn't have any players. They really don't. Who on this team is making the Pro Bowl? Mm. Who on this team is a difference-maker offensively? Amari Cooper's a nice piece. Yeah, yeah. But that's it. Yeah. And Nick Chubb ain't walking through that door. Yeah. So the reality of it is we are an offensively challenged football team. Yeah. It's like whack-a-mole with the Browns. Need a kicker? Boom. Get a kicker. Need a defense? Boom. Get a defense. Now you need an offense. Can never have all three at once. And that's what it takes to be a really, really good team. And I think we're staring two and three in the face. Anybody that thinks we're going to beat San Francisco when they come in here two weeks from now? They could lay an egg. It's possible they could win this game. But now you're looking at two and three and a very uncertain future beyond that. So, uh, disappointing. But I'm, if, and if I'm passing blame out, which is what we're going to do here today, That's the bulk what, of my blame is going on the offensive line. I, I'll, <clears throat> I, I love your intro. Um, I, I was on the postgame show with Mikey, and I said, um, have we seen this offensive line get old right in front of our face? Um, because we already knew what Jeff, sorry, I'm not going to say his name. It's bless his soul out there. I, Earl was like, we don't want to look like we're being bullies. 
Uh, I'm not, I'm, you know what it is at left tackle. Yep. But Wyatt Teller has played horrible. It's pass blocking. Ethan Poaches has not played like he did last year. He's now hurt. Joe Batonio, which we've never which we've mentioned, never in a mentioned, vein. is not playing very well either. And the best, the best guy statistically wise, and from giving up pressure, is Dewan Jones, and he's a rookie. And that is not something that that we can really deal with at this point. Because you said another thing. I'm like, dang, Jay out here cooking this morning. Where's your difference makers? Where's the guys that that people pay attention to? We got Amari Cooper. Shout out to him. He's one of the best we got. But Elijah Moore. Wow. I, wow. I mean. A he, minus 20 rush? I, I mean, this guy is not fast. He's not that big. He's not like he's, he's a, he's a uh, go up and, con, and contested catch guy. I'm looking at the situation like, okay, well, what is he? We, for scrap, the, scrap all the reverses and stuff. Get that out of here. That's, the reason the Jets gave up on him. I, I'm, he, a bull say he's just a guy. He is. He's just so he's a small receiver. That's it. Yep. Um, yes, it's, it's, it's yeah. and listen, I, I think, I think you guys are overreacting somewhat. I mean, to, it's a little prisoner of the moment here. I think, the, is, I, do they have stars on offense that I'm missing? No, but we knew they didn't have stars on offense when Nick Chubb got hurt. You it don't have to have stars on offense. You don't have to have a million stars on offense. The hmm. Chiefs only have one star on offense in yeah, terms but he's of skill at the, positions. At the critical position. No, well, I'm not talking about quarterback. Well, well, so they have two. Well, but I, well, then the Browns do have was Watson should be. I mean, I'm expecting him to be the rest. Well, of he's the year. not yet, but he should be. Well, he has Hopefully. been in the past. In the majority of his career, he has been. Yes. So but I, I'm going to assume that if he's not a star, then then it's pointless anyway. Browns are not going to win any games. That's my point. So they're not going to be that good. But uh, yeah, I included it, it, him it, when it, I said they it, don't have any Pro Bowlers on yeah, this offense. They they yes, that, that's fair. Um, but in terms of the offensive line, like I haven't seen how they're stacking up. You know, we watch RF offensive line and guys get hit. You watch every other game, this guy's getting hit all the time, too. All the time. You see it a lot. Like, I don't know where but the But not as much. I, I, don't, like, I don't think that's true. Don't you think DT... How many times was he knocked down? Jay, a lot of that's him. He was holding the ball way too long. It is what it is. But you, He's the guy back there. They the offensive line him. can't hold up forever. I don't think that... I don't know what his average time per release was, but I don't remember him standing back but there like, for a... Uh, an eternity. He do didn't you, have an eternity. You, but you think the Browns quarterbacks are getting hit more than any other quarterback? I, 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 I mean, I don't that. know. No, I, 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 I did I, not I, say that. But I, I just numbers think on that. I'm not that? out yet, but I will have those for you tomorrow. Yeah. As far as yesterday's game goes. I know overall, like the guards and center have played well. They may, maybe not as like Joe Batonio is not playing as well as he has in the past. But all three of those guys are playing well enough. It's the tackles and especially the left tackle. No, I don't think that's I'm, a problem. I don't think Wyatt is playing well. I just the numbers I, you bared know what? out the field penalties in big spots. Um, and, and here's the thing: like so many people, and I this drives me nuts. So many people are going to wait to the, see the PFF grades. No, no. We the PF. Here's what the PFF grading scale has done. It's if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It's lessened the sharpness of our eyes. No, it's because, not, Jay. Because all of a sudden we'll see a number and say, oh, well, I guess he wasn't that bad. I, I just watch football. That's what I do. But, Jay, I don't you, have a calculator you, with are it. Are you watching every single lineman Bull, on every play? Bull. I'm watching a lot of football. Yes, I'm I hear watching you. a lot. Am I watching? Nobody's watching every single That's play. That's what I'm saying. However, yes. however, as I juxtapose what the Browns offensive line is doing right. against the other teams that I watch, which on any given Sunday, I probably see 14 teams. I'm watching a lot of football. What I'm seeing is, and I'm not even ranking them. I don't care what the other teams are doing. I care what my team is doing. And my eyes tell me they're going to get this dude killed. Uh, I just think the, sh- the good quarterbacks can overcome bad offensive line play. Deshaun Watson did it in Houston. He needs to be able to do it here. They're, the offensive line is not as good as it's been hyped up to be. I agree with you there. And that's a but, problem. But it's not terrible at, outside of left tackle. That's the only spot that's terrible. Now, that, that's a problem. Well, that's that they've that refused is, to deal with. That is the most important position. But to ultimately, you can overcome it again. Joe Burrow went to the Super Bowl with the worst offensive line in the league. Where are they now, the by the worst way? Worst offensive I, I haven't line. Seen the Bengals how, enough to how, know. They haven't played well off on the offensive line. Okay. How, however, you got to take in consideration when someone doesn't pull their weight, somebody else has to take the slack. When the offensive line it's for the unit. Bengals, yeah. when the offensive line for the Bengals wasn't playing, they had elite playmakers at receiver that would go get footballs. The Browns don't have that right now. They have one elite playmaker in Chase. T. Higgins is not elite. He's, he's very good. He's in the same class as Cooper. Higgins and Cooper are the same class. Uh, Mike, he's got a read, I believe. And Joe and and Joe Mixon's not elite. He's good, but not elite. We Go do got to get a read in here real quick before we dive into the rest of the topics, and we will definitely touch on the offensive line, the running game, the defense. Stefanski and DTR here, but before we do that, I want to remind everybody: today is a special day here at UCSS. Not only do you have a regular show, it's gonna be two hours straight Browns Ravens, but at two o'clock. We are hopping over to Cavs Media Day for a live 90-minute to two-hour show on this YouTube channel from Cavs Media Day. Brad Sellers is already out there with Jason Lloyd helping us get set up. Myself will be down there. Earl will be down there. That is on the UCSS YouTube channel. It's going to start right around 2 o'clock. We'll go till 3.34-ish. The Cavs yeah. have promised us a, at least a dozen players walking through. So that should Isn't be, that nice? Like live interviews on should a sports be a lot show. Of fun. What a novel concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd have and made then it. after that. We'd have made it, Jay. Look Browns don't let us run any soundbite. After out. that, G. Bush <laughs> will be going live on the UCSS channel at 6 o'clock for the barbershop. <laughs> you imagine? So you got a three-pack of content today just, just. coming from UCSS. It would be unfair, though, guys. And I know we just got off on a little tangent on the offensive line, which is part of the offensive issues That's yesterday. Crazy. But State the Browns started a fifth-round rookie making his first career start against Baltimore. It did not go well for DTR, but I also think it would be unfair to say his head coach did him any favors. He did not. Stefanski mm-hmm. helped him out at all. Yeah, with there's, that, a, there's so. blame to go around everywhere. I mean, no, yeah, one, no, is, no one is blameless. Yeah, uh, I, is it all Stefanski's fault? No. Is it all DTR's fault? No. Is it all the line's fault? No. You lose as a team, you win as a team. Everybody should have their hand up. This yeah, I, I, you know, it's funny. Um... I said, I, just, I said earlier that nobody was saying before this game that the Browns should have kept Josh Dobbs, and as soon as the game was over, everybody was screaming about Josh Dobbs, yeah. which is silly. But everyone wanted DTR. Right. Everyone. Everybody. No, and, and however, by the way, DTR, it, I, I mean, uh, Josh Dobbs, 
uh, although he beat Dallas. Yeah. Uh, what's his record as a starting quarterback yeah, in the NFL? Now, in he fairness, has one win. In fairness, everybody thought they were going to suck, and he doesn't have a lot of talent around him. Right. He's not been awful, but he's not been They beat the Cowboys. Good. They played well in that game. And they played. he played decently in the first half against the he Niners yeah. yesterday. But, um, but, but the thing is, uh, they should have known, Stefanski and Barry, that this guy wasn't ready to play. And if they, yeah, they should now maybe they thought he was, and maybe he panicked. I don't know what happened, but if they, if if, if he if they knew he was going to be as anywhere close to as bad as he was, then maybe they should have gone with the veteran and PJ Walker, who at least it wouldn't be his first NFL game, so yeah. he wouldn't be as nervous. I don't know, but if yeah, Watson if, can't go in two weeks, and by the way, we don't know. There's fluid on the sack by the rotator cuff. Sometimes that dissipates. Sometimes it sticks around. If he can't go, do you think making a change to Walker against San Francisco is the smart move? Or do you put him out there against Joey Bosa and the 49er well, Wolves? Because well, someone's going to hey, get hurt in that game. Hey, hey listen. I forget, P, forget P.J. Walker, P.J. Hill, whoever the P.J. it is, P.J. <laughs> Brown. I don't, listen, sleeping in your P.J.'s. Listen, that's out of here. If there was any inkling, I'll give you all this little thing right here. Because it seemed like there was a communication mis- misnomer between Stefanski and Deshaun Watson. Because Deshaun said he was going to play. He told everybody he was going to play. He was ready to play. He got out there, couldn't throw the ball more than 10 yards. Now, let me ask you this. I don't, you know, we've dealt with this arm thing before. And we see that sometimes those things continue to linger, continue to it linger. It can derail a season. And, and, and guess what? Is he ready? Is he not? You come back, he takes a hit, put him back on the shelf. The Cleveland Browns seriously need to be the Dalton room to say, listen, we like the little story with DTR. Give me, give me a veteran. Give me somebody that has won some games. Give me somebody. Well, who that do you want to get? Who, who, who picking? Hey, my job ain't to look at the you list. You want to go sign Carson Wentz? Uh, I, 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 yeah. I mean, he hasn't, he's been on the shelf for a while. Hey, I might mean, be the best option. I, 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 I mean, I can't, I can't do the rookie stuff. There's a reason nobody's wanted him. But, but I can't, I can't do that. I can't do, 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 do the rookie. It's one game. I know, but the oh, other thing, too, no. is yeah, you, 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 I always the make veterans. a baseball analogy. Yeah. A manager that puts a major league, a guy on the bump for the first time in the major leagues, yeah. has to treat him differently than he would. Shane okay, Bieber. but what's the answer? There's well, no better answer. What I'm saying is, not only do you risk getting this guy injured, DTR yeah. is not a thick, sound, full quarterback. Yeah. He's more on the frail, slight side. Yeah. Not only do you risk physically injuring him, you could put him in a spot where he starts seeing ghosts. And uh, isn't that the two words you never I, want to I hear just, your young quarterback? I, in my opinion, you're overstating the offensive but, line issues. And I'm just not worried about that. But that but much. no. But here's what here's what you're saying to the guys in the locker room. The guys already started to whispering. You know, there's multiple guys that reached out say reached out personally and said, "Why is why are we through DTR dropping back 36 times to pass the football?" They were worried about why. Well, the, again, in the second half, what choice did you have? Th- I mean, what they, choice did you have in the they, second? I half? mean, they, down ca- big. they came out. They they came out. The first three plays, DTR scrambles against the first down, first drive. You got a fresh new set of downs. Stefanski drops. Stefanski drops back and throws the ball four more times. Yeah, that's well, seven. That's seven. They were times. first and twenty. Well, well th- that's what I'm saying. When you come back, get a couple yards on first down. Right, but they ran on first down. No, no, it was no, a no. Penalty, no, and they. No, what happened was they got sacked on first down, and they got to second and twenty. But there was, and, okay. and they had to run two more times. And, and that's not the minutiae. The minutiae. Yeah. What I'm saying is, 
you got a veteran locker room, and those guys in there, especially under Jim Schwartz, is thinking a lot different. Best believe they don't like the feeling of saying, we're we putting our season on a rookie. So who do you want? Well, it's not the season. I mean, I, this is not a serious injury that Watson has. I don't think we can rule that out yet. Yeah. Uh, I, yesterday during the, the telecast, they said, you know, in terms of long-term ramifications, they just don't know yet. So th- right. here's what that tells me. And, yeah. and also, the fluid issue is a concern. You don't know the severity of it yet. And let's just hope for the sake of this team and yeah. 2023 season that Sean, uh, Deshaun Watson is throwing the football fine in, in a week from now and he's practicing leading up to San Francisco and he's able to go. But it, it does need to start sifting into the Browns' thought process that that might not be the case. Well, what's the solution? What well, do you, that's do you what guys we're talking want? about. Well, who do you want? What do we want? The, we're not saying get rid of DTR. We, the continue- but who do you want? Give me, like, do you so have a solution? So, according real quick, I just did a quick Google search. There you go. The yeah. top available free agent quarterbacks. Yeah. Are you serious right now? Yes. I'm just going to read the names. And I'm going to ask if any <laughs> well, of these. Well, it's a question they have to ask if he's ruled out for six to eight weeks. Well, and we don't know that. Can play anymore. We don't know that. There's a reason listen. nobody wanted Carson Wentz. I don't well, think any look, of these once names. Once upon a time, nobody wanted Baker Mayfield either. Right? I mean, Baker, guys. Baker I, wasn't. I think, no, no, that's not a comparison. Baker's been. Was Baker's never, been dealt by three teams. I know, but he's never been sat there as a free agent for 10 months. No, not at all. But it, it's. When you take a look at his career trajectory, yeah. he was an overall number one. Cleveland let him go. Carolina let him go. The Rams that, let him go. But so what I'm saying is, it's not a good I think sometimes though. today, and I know that Carson Wentz has had a big body of work where he's been awful. Yeah. But sometimes it's the situation in the player. Sometimes. So a guy. So we also know that once upon a time, this guy could play. So the soft, you want to bring in a guy who hasn't played. Yes. He's the softest quarterback maybe in the history of football wow. behind a shaky offensive line. I don't know. If you listed who's the softest quarterback in oh, the NFL. I, I bet you every player in the NFL uh, uh, would pick here, him. I don't think There's so. a reason he's not here, on here's, I don't think Here's so. my thing in between soft. I need guys that know what coverage is. I need guys that have taken snaps before. You cannot. So, who, But you guys I, haven't given me an answer. L- l- listen, well, he we started to. And you said I mean, you're getting so you said I'm getting you. These are the five names that consistently pop up. Trevor Simeon is no longer on that list. Right. Trevor Simeon. I'm actually with Ball. I don't think any of these move the needle at all, but you have Nick Foles, Joe Flacco, Colt McCoy, Matt Ryan, or Carson Wentz. Those are your five. They're all pretty much the same guy. How old's Carson Wentz? 31, maybe 32? How's Nick Foles? Are you serious? Right We've seen now. a lot from Nick. But, that's so. So listen. This as an org. Let's just those not, guys can't play. Let, let's let's Except just for maybe Wentz and nobody wants it. Wentz is thirty. Let's just right. mo- let's move off of the fan yeah. era and just get to a business standpoint. As a business owner, I cannot put my. I cannot put the entirety of my season on a rookie. You just at the most important. Then why position. did we not say that before this week? Hey, listen, that's their problem. You should have been thinking about it. And here's the other thing too: oh, it's not the fans' job to do that. that it's is, the front office front job. I'm to not do the, that. fair, but why so, was that? How come everybody in the media didn't say this beforehand? Because, because you got. And now one week we're panicking. I'll, I'll tell you and we why. We gotta go sign Matt Ryan. I'll tell you why, Bull. You never think about the backup quarterback until you have to it's think about the backup there. quarterback. Because, like you said, the plan is Watson's our guy. And if he's not here, it's a punt anyhow. And then, you know, it looks like that might be exactly the way the front office was looking at it. Because I thought I thought in this game, it was an exact punt. It looked just like they did a couple of years ago. You could have kept Dobbs and DTR, too, by the way. The it shot. wasn't an either-or situation. I know that, but nobody yeah. was saying that. No, nobody was. Nobody. But again, 
that's not our job in the media, or is it the fans' job? But if you're concerned about the front you, like to kill the to. Browns now for not having a veteran quarterback, is, is so. Me. So hold on. If you got a if you got if you got a if you got a leaky roof bull, and then it stops leaking, and you don't do anything about it, right? Quarterbacks get hurt all the time. Are, you are, if you, they should have known, if, if if it was a problem, then we should have known. You don't just wait for a guy I, to get hurt. So, but here's the thing: Do you have inaction now? Why why, okay, why, so, why would you have inaction? Okay, if you so see fine. Wrong. So give me the answer of who's going to make the Browns better. I, listen, list. I tell you what. Listen, it's not about if they're going to make the Super Bowl with these guys. Yeah. It's about getting a veteran. See, what you got to understand is, yeah. you you're, you're projecting and you're trying to get all the rest of these 53 grown men to go to your way. No, and, and, no. Yes, you Gee, are. These guys haven't. Pl- these guys haven't played all year. They're gonna come in here and play quarterback so, now. So hold on. You telling yeah. me, and this is the point. Yeah. You telling me that you are you are, you are these top notch players on defense, Miles Garrett, all these rest of these guys. You telling me if they go out there and, and they got a rookie quarterback and they lose two out of the next three games or something. Yeah. You telling them that those, those veterans is gonna be a pull down with that. I have no, I have no. no idea, but I don't think that any of these guys are going to make, give them any better chance but to win. Yes, they, yes, they will. Okay, I just don't see that. Here's the thing: even if, even if you got these guys that know yeah. how to read coverage, instead of running oh, into certain things, guess what you can do? So, who do you want them to sign? What Let's, would you do? Hey, I would sign. Give me Nick Foles. I'll take him. Oh and at the end of the day, you don't have to start him over DTR immediately, but you have a contingency plan, right? You have. Let me break him out of glass. If Deshaun, so Watson, you think DTR should still play the next game? I would give him. My, hold on, watch this. Yeah. If, if I if I brought in a veteran. And I would evaluate it. I had to go watch this tape. DTR is lost in the sauce. That that performance. Yeah, we can't have that again. That that ain't it. Well, there's not. Listen, that, he, we can't have first that of all, again. They had no. They were preparing for Deshaun Watson to play. Yes, hundred percent preparing. Well, for Deshaun from Watson to from play. Wednesday on, he took all the reps. No, he didn't take all the reps. He threw. He, he took the passing reps. Yeah. Okay. Deshaun I mean, Watson was expecting to play. The team was expecting him to play. Well, Wednesday the whole he didn't weekend. practice. He right. did not practice at all Wednesday. So he we Friday, know who took he all the reps Wednesday. Friday he was taking the he was taking all the running reps. Watson, all of them. He was doing all the handoffs. But he can't he was the that, That's a mistake on the Browns. I but, think. And I think yes. that's a that's a mistake on the Browns. Yeah. We've been here before. When a player tells you they could play, you trust your eyes and say, "Listen, let me get a contingency plan ready." If DTR don't do that, look at the Bengals. Look what they're doing. Burrow can't play. L- listen, I'm not. Well, wor- the Browns went with Baker look, when they never should look, have. I'm not worried about what other teams is doing. I'm worried about okay. what, what we're supposed to be doing in this huddle. What we got going. The bottom line is, if yeah. you got a quarterback, he can't throw. He's not showing you he can throw. Yeah. He's only doing a run plays. You got to get DTR ready with something that you think he can run with. Not five wide right. plays. Not trick reverse spin move, throw it behind your back moves. Yeah, I think you Friday gotta get a, when he threw the ball once and came over to the trainer, the decision was made there. We got to get prepared. Yeah, we and, and I know they were holding out for the best case scenario, and I'm sure they probably gave him a shot Sunday morning and said, go see what you have. But look, it, it's quarterbacks get hurt. It's unfortunate. What we have to start questioning now is, do we want that again? Do we want to see him? And by the way, the Ravens, are, I don't think they're an elite defense, but they're not a bad defense. No, 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 They're no. a very formidable defense. The Niners come in here with shine. They come in here as an yeah, elite defense. Yeah, the Browns defense. can't beat the Niners without Deshaun Watson, no, probably no matter who their quarterback is. Well, I, don't, I hope to God they're not thinking that. 
They can't think that way. I know. I, hope I don't not. care what they're thinking. I'm talking about what I'm thinking. The reality yeah. is they, they have a very small chance of beating the Niners without Deshaun Watson. Said that every fair? team that faced Brock Purdy last year. I don't. Why would they say that? Because he was Mr. Irrelevant. He was a rookie quarterback. How's this guy going to come in here and beat us? Okay, but after a couple of weeks when he started playing well, they, nobody was thinking that. Right. But early on, everybody was like, we got, we got the Niners. They're playing Brock Purdy. Oh, okay, but are you disagreeing with my point? I'm well, disagreeing that I certainly hope the players over there are saying, well, well if they, nobody's saying what the players are thinking. I'm saying right. from an outside perspective. Yeah. I think it's unlikely the Browns win without Deshaun Watson. Is that well, fair? That's very fair. Okay, that's all I'm saying. But what you have to start considering yeah. is, where's your point on the horizon after that? Like, you can't just throw your hands up on the season yeah, and say, right, thanks, I'm playing. Agreed. So, Nick Foles played two games last year for okay. the Colts, right? No touchdowns, four picks. Okay. He's completed 50% of his passes. That's, you know, I mean, and maybe he plays better than that. He did, you know, you five know, with, years see, ago. I think with Nick Foles. Yeah. Uh, and Carson Wentz, and it seems like a lot of quarterbacks now, Baker Mayfield, Deshaun Watson, what we're seeing from most quarterbacks in the NFL, even Joe Burrow right now, we're seeing that the gap between their ceiling and their floor is massive. It really is. I mean, it's cost guys chances in the NFL. Baker could look so bad that the Browns, the Panthers, and the Rams all said no thanks in the span of about 16 months. Yep. Buccaneers said, we need someone to replace Tom Brady. Let's give Baker a shot. He was once upon a time a former number one pick. And the guy comes out throwing darts. It's, I think, we have this, and I know you got to be going through this with the Bengals. I'm thinking this for you. Yeah. Who the hell is Joe Burrow? What happened to Joe Burrow? Who is this guy? The floor and the ceiling is so wide now. The gap is so wide that I think it's almost unrealistic to expect that you're going to get an elite quarterback performance consistently. I mean, even Mahomes, who won the game last night, did not look like Patrick Mahomes. Now, he made plays at the the end to win the game. The great quarterbacks, when healthy, are going to play great most of the time. I agree with that. However, I think... That's a big difference. You can't put all these guys in the same category. What I would say is, give me the top three quarterbacks right now. Coming into the season, here was the conversation. Yeah, It was uh, Joe Burrow. Yeah. It was Patrick Mahomes. Right. And it was Josh Allen. Yep. Yeah. All three this year have looked okay at times. Burrow has not looked great yet. Well, he's, yeah, but, he's not healthy. But, 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 but he's on the field. Allen Josh against Allen's Miami played. yesterday looks like a world beater. In week one, he was throwing the ball know, to the other but, jerseys but all day. That's one game, Jay. So I know, but, that's a, but, but Paul, Josh that's Allen's played great three games in a Those row. Those are the then. quarterbacks who are the greats right yeah. now. Those are the greats. Those yeah. are the top echelon quarterbacks. Right. right. And what we've got from those three, and I know it's only a quarter of the season, but what we've had from them, here's Mahomes. Here's Joe Burrow. Here's Josh Allen. No, there's no. You're like, wrong on Josh Allen. No, Josh Allen looked horrible in Week One. Right, he's played great in three games since. Oh, okay. Is what I'm saying. I'm just talking about the body of work this year. But I year. don't understand what your point Who's is. Who's the quarterback this year that's gone out and had four unbelievable great games and hasn't thrown an egg? Brock Purdy. No, Brock Purdy. I watched Brock Purdy in their in their primetime game a couple of weeks ago. He still made some throws that he can't make. Now he's he has been he's really good. Very well in four games. You said something at the top. Yeah. I want to I want to dr- drill down on because yeah. you're absolutely right. Here's my thought going into the game was, by halftime the defense is going to get worn down and they're going to throw their hands up in the air. 
The defense was not horrible yesterday. No, they, no, no, it no. wasn't the defense they, they saw they started the off, first three weeks. They started off like game busters. They started off yeah. saying this. We got to pitch a shutout or three points yep. yeah. or it's going to be a long okay, day. But, but bringing it back, and, I don't know how we got to this from Nick Foles. So but, what I'm saying is yeah. we, we've got a body of work, and I'll use Baker as the example. Yeah. You know, Baker was all over with three different teams. And, you know, every he was the one that had to wait to get a deal, and the deal he got with Tampa Bay was not great. It was kind of a, okay, I, right. I guess that's why other guys are with. still sitting in October. So what I'm saying is, We've seen in Baker's career, he yeah. has been Jekyll Hyde, up, down, really good, really bad, really good, really bad, from three different teams. Now he's in a situation where, and even yesterday, Evans was out. Evans was hurt. Yeah. So without his best receiver, he went and beat a really good defense, played a great game. What I'm saying is, these guys, Foles, won a Super Bowl, and has also looked like he never played the I mean, quarterback position before. He's mostly been before. awful outside of that that playoff run. He has. Yeah. I will give you that. Yeah. But I can't erase from my mind that this guy won a Super Bowl. I, I was in the audience it, that it day and watched him beat it Tom was Brady. An anomaly. Uh, it was. Uh, you know. But then I go back and I look to at Carson Wentz. So what I think the, the answer here is, if you put the guy in the right situation, maybe. But what, here's what I know for a fact after watching it for one game. That DTR's, DTR's not it. Not that, yet. That ain't gonna I'm not giving up on him. Not even close. No, 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 it's should. not fair to him to, to, to ask him, can you save our season, Yeah, please? to put that on. Can like, you save Miles Garrett's season? That, yeah. That is what crazy. I'm saying, That's not fair. First of all, we've seen guys look terrible, and then the, you just said it. You've seen guys look terrible, and then the next week, he's got two weeks to prepare. Maybe he'd be better. Right. I don't know. He might, he but might be terrible But I haven't seen that again. from DTR yet. But I've seen that from Nick if Foles. You're bringing up I've seen some, that from Carson Wentz. If you're bringing up some slappy quarterback who hasn't played at all in, in a year, I just don't know that you're likely to get any better play. He doesn't know. They don't know the system. They're new, too. Right. They haven't but, been here. But you're asking. You're, you're looking around the locker room. you got 52 guys looking at you. Yeah. And especially, it. I'm thinking of Miles Garrett. You can't do it. Like, look, clock's ticking on Miles, guys. Jason has told us, clock is ticking on this guy. Yeah. He does not want to go double-digit losses for his entire career and have to be Joe Thomas 2.0 and stand up there at the podium in Canton and right. say, I had a great run, but my yeah, team never you. did anything. I, he doesn't want to be that okay. guy. And I don't think he will be that guy. No. If he has to put I up with another fact. one of these... I think Miles Garrett is going to ask to be traded. I just think if we're gone. realistic, none of these guys are going to make a difference. Well, you got to make a move. Right. You got to make a move. I know, but okay, yeah. Paul, I, suggest I, I agree with you. Like, yeah. in, in large part, you're right. I, the, the magical elf isn't out there. Right. But to do nothing no, when I, Miles Garrett is looking at you. Hey, I don't have a problem bringing in a veteran quarterback. Okay. I just think we got to be realistic about what we should expect from those guys. And that's, that's absolutely right. fair. Yeah. Y'all brought in A.J. It's absolutely be- A.J. McCarron ain't going to save me, nobody. Let me but suggest I- a move for you guys, and then yeah. we'll get back into what DTR actually did yesterday and how Kevin Stefanski helped or hindered him. But this suggestion is going to be brought to us by our dear friends at Bird Dogs. You saw me walking around the Muni lot, indoor West 60 yesterday. I was rocking my Bird Did Dogs. Did you go? Pants. I went to West 60 yesterday in my Bird Dogs. Got a lot of compliments <laughs> on them because they are the most comfortable sweatpants you will ever find. It's actually hot yesterday. Was. Should have worn the Bird Dog shorts, which are equally as comfortable and efficient for mm. your workout needs and whatnot. Check them out at birddogs.com to get yours today. Uh, would you guys be interested in a possible reunion, if possible, with one Jacoby Brissett? Yeah, but I don't know Washington's going to do that. Washington's playing decent football. Yeah. Why would they trade their backup quarterback? And, and, and Howell's playing really well. 
Like, that game yesterday was a really good football well, but- game. The week before, he threw four picks. Yeah. I know he did, but, but I just watched every. I watched the most of the second half. Yeah, and the overtime of he that game. He did a game. nice job. And I, I, I was looking at the throws he was making, the decisions he was making. Here's another example: Zach Wilson. Joe Namath said less than a week ago, that is an absolute dumpster fire. He has to go. He's horrible. Zach Wilson last night, guys, was. I don't know if you watched the game. And Collinsworth well. couldn't have been more, uh, he was just heaping praise on him, couldn't have been more complimentary. He was making throws that six and seven year veterans can't but, make. But again, Jay, it's so it, up, down, everybody, up, the, down. A lot of the quarterbacks in the league are like that. That's, That's why you what want you get. the special quarterback That's what you who's get. not going to be as volatile. No, but I think what, they're, what I'm saying, and I think what G. Bush is saying, I have to, at this point, and we don't even know. This is all supposition. Deshaun Watson might be on the practice field on Wednesday. Yeah, I'll be surprised if he doesn't play. It's a, I will, too, but I do know because I've had that injury. I've had the, the fluid on the, on the rotator cuff. It is painful, and it lingers. Now, it doesn't always linger. I was told the same thing. It could go away in no time. It could be here it, for a while. It, it just, but if it ends up being a while, I just think you have to do something you, because give me a quarterback – that has shown me he can do it. Right. And, and, I, and I know people get mad and, oh, you keep talking about, listen, we're trying to give you a scenario in which the organization still has to make a choice. We saw the way we came off 20, 2020. We come into 21. We got high expectations. Third game of the season, Baker get hurt, right? Now we got to make a decision. Do you play him or Ironically do you not Ironically enough, play? the same game yeah. of the same season game. that Deshaun Watson gets and hurt. Bef- and, and, and overall, most people, either you are a Baker bro or you weren't a Baker bro, we all agreed that they should have sat him down, right? 1,000%. And, and, and we all... I believe in my heart that he would still be here if they had sat him down. And 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 you, they also took heat for having the most expensive backup in the game but would not utilize him because they just threw yeah. him out there. Now, here's the point. I think that had a lot to do with them, them saying – you know what? No, we're not going to do that. We're going to give him two weeks. I think also the Joe Burrow thing went into it. They looked at Joe Burrow and said, I'm not sure that they should be playing him on that injury because it's going to linger. Now, here's the thing. Like you said, they learn from that, but they also have to understand they don't have that type of time and grace period no more. You no. Can't, so you got Deshaun Watson, and think about it. The way the offensive line has been playing, you cannot overstate it. Deshaun Watson got beat up against Pittsburgh. Deshaun Watson got beat up a little bit against Tennessee. And you saw what happened in DTR where they put him in the game. He's going to take hits. So you have to have a contingency plan that says, if we need a play, if we need to put somebody in, we can run the football, run play action, and he won't throw picks. Give me a veteran guy. Guys, we got we to gotta move on because we talked about this a lot, right? We got to talk about – We stumbled it, upon it, there's too. Been a, there's yeah. been a lot of talk about – Kevin Stefanski and the play calling. And I, I, I'll say this. Number one, I feel like every game the Browns lose, everybody complains about the, the play calling. He gets no credit when they win. Now, that doesn't mean he doesn't deserve blame because I thought he made some mistakes. I think the overreaction to every time a trick play doesn't work is insane. Trick plays, when they don't work, always look bad on every team. When they work, we go bananas. I, I, my my biggest problem with Stefanski really was not about how much he, he he threw the ball, because in the second half they had to throw the ball. They were down big. I do think that he's so usually enamored with tight ends. 
yesterday, I think, was the game to use the more tight ends. I thought And so try too, for Paul. a dink and dunk offense. And they didn't do and it. And that's the fair complaint. Complaining about how often they threw the ball, to me, that's unfair. I think it's more looking at the kind of throws they made. Um, you got to put DTR in a position to be successful. And we talked about this right. on Friday. What is the offense going to look like? We all said this. It's basically going to be an extension of the running game. You're going to have quick hitters to the line, to receivers that you have blockers out there with them to get them bubble screens or whatever. Tight ends are going to be heavily involved, likely Ford out of the backfield. I didn't see that. Now, what we don't know without looking at the All-22 yet, I don't know if you've seen the All-22 no. yet, is were there routes that were open that he should have hit quicker and he just wasn't yeah. seeing it? We don't know, but you know, they, like, they didn't highlight that on the broadcast. He was, he, you know, independent of, of the play calling. DTR was awful in this game. Now, I'm not killing him because I, I, unlike many people who saw his preseason and went bananas like lunatics, said this guy's a fifth-round pick for a reason. Sure. Now, there are exceptions to the rule. You can bring up Brock Purdy. You can bring up Tom Brady. Fine. He's, uh, he's the norm. The norm is rookie quarterbacks, period, but especially rookie quarterbacks drafted late that play quick that weren't expecting to play are going to struggle most of the time, I mean, and he did. He's a I think we're so – Brock Purdy was the last pick in the draft. Right. I think we're so – we start to become deconditioned. Right. Thinking, well, if Mr. Irrelevant can do it, hell, our guy was a starter at well, UCLA for five years. He should be able to do well, it. We no, all, no. We all, we, we all agree that Kyle Shanahan is a much better play caller and a schemer than, than Well, Kevin that Sebastian. has something to do with it. Because, because when you look at the San Francisco 49ers, they run the football from every level. They give you motion. They give you. They give you split action. They, they run out of their shotgun. I had to look at it. I they also have weapons. They got weapons. I, I mean, you back. give any offense Debo and McCaffrey. I've seen. I've seen every Browns game for the last three years on all twenty. Debo didn't even do anything yesterday. No, he tell didn't. me about it. Yeah. I have <laughs> fantasy. I, I watched all the whole all twenty two. I watched all the all twenty two this year, and I reached out. I reached out to Jake Burns. He uh, he's on the Orange and Brown Report. You know, I I. I, I I, I think he's he breaks down the film well, and he's broken down all 22. And I, I said, listen, let me just reach out to you and ask you a Of question. this game already? Uh, not this game, okay. but overall. I said, right. I watched all other games including up, up to this one. I don't think this is out yet. And I said, is it just me, or does it seem like this is the same offense that I've been watching on all 22 for the last two years? Yeah, this nonsense about he, wait till you see the offense. Said, Stop hyping it. He it's said, not there. He said... Besides the trick plays, this offense is very, very similar to what they've done. Besides the trick stuff, it's the same offense. You know how it's different now? Your wizard is gone. And There's that, no Nick Chubb. And, and, and people. And see, he hides a lot of warts. Well, but last week without him, they had their best but, offensive but, game of the year. But, but, but here's the thing. That's, yeah. You can have a great offensive game. You can have spots we just talked about up and down. But the reason why everything looks the way it does. And when people try to say Nick Chubb is regular, he's not. What we're seeing right now is when you have a Nick Chubb, you have to respect the run game. Passing game, when the passing windows yeah. is different. The Browns are now one-dimensional. If you got Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb, you may think the O-line was balling, but guess what? Nick Chubb says, oh, there's a guy in the hole. I'm going to cut it back. Once he cuts it back, he has vision that other people don't got. Then he makes the first guy miss. So now he's in the secondary. Then when you hit him, He's falling forward because he, he always moves the pile. So you got Nick Chubb doing all three of these things, four of these things to make your offense look a lot better. And yet and still, when you take that away, you're starting to see, well, who am I scared of? 
Who scares? Who scares you? They're one dimensional. Yeah. yeah. And, and, Again, and that's we, how teams become we gotta, losers. We got to see. In week I'm not ready to say they're one dimensional yet because we've only mm. had one game of Jerome Ford and Deshaun Watson. One game. Yeah, and, but the run game wasn't there when they won. That was mostly Deshaun Watson. Right. But the goal is to win. Doesn't matter. The run game wasn't there. Right. Um, and it was irrelevant that it wasn't there in that game. In we that game. We don't, right. That's, all, we yeah. only have, that's only, we only have one game. But we, now we have the next game where the run game was not there at all. Right. But I, you were going with a quarterback that had no chance. The whole defense was focused on the run. And we know he's not Nick Chubb. Now you're zero dimensional. Uh, yeah, yesterday you were zero dimensional. Yes, that's fair. <laughs> Which is the I, last thing in the world anybody wants to do. I, I, I just got to, you know, we got to see, we got to see, you got to see more I of I want to see Pierre Strong more. Yeah. I do. I, I want to see him more. garbage time, but I know he did. But yeah. it was a nice run. He's got breakaway speed. It's, I, what I mean, the hell? Did you did you notice what they said in the telecast? He said it's very hard for the Browns' offensive line to 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 get back into pass block when they know you're passing the football, especially when this line is built to block for Nick Chubb. Absolutely. When you watch the archetypes of what the skill sets are. The Browns have never been tremendous pass blockers. What they've been great at is pounding teams and running play action. So when you want to run this five wide stuff and you got a quarterback that has never played the game before, that hasn't been in the game, to run five wide is malpractice with a rookie quarterback because it takes too much high degree of, 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 of of basically, it's a high degree. It's a high degree of just knowing what's going on. You got to process. You got to so fast. got to process it. You got to make the line calls. You got to understand where the blitz is coming from. You got to throw the ball with anticipation. So no, you can't. Now what happened to taking the ball, snapping it, and going with a quick three-step drop under center? What happened to that? You That's can, what I thought we'd see. You can max protect with two tight ends. I, yeah. I just. I, I, I'll be curious to see if. He does play. I'm hoping, you know, obviously we're all hoping Watson plays against San Francisco. If they will adjust the offense some, and if DTR will be a little more confident, confident because he seemed like he was not confident at all. Seemed like he was in over his head in that game. Yeah. If he plays again, I mean, I got to assume he's going to start again in two weeks. Unless Deshaun's healthy. I mean, even if, you're right, even, even if they did sign Carson Wentz or Nick Foles, I can't imagine they play. I guess you never know, right? But uh, we'll see. I, I mean, I think Stefanski definitely deserves some blame. But the reality is, and I, I think I've said this before, and I, I think it's pretty obvious, there are not that many difference maker head coaches in the NFL. There's four or five that make a difference. I think we played one yesterday. Uh, yeah, probably. I, you know what? I, uh, Mikey wants to make a point. I'll, I'll hold my point yeah, for after Just Mikey's. real quick on the play calling, DTR whole situation. I said yeah. this on the postgame show. I just want to – I don't know if you saw it, Jay or Bull, you saw it, but – to me, and I bring everything back to basketball. Yeah, this is good analogy. It seems like, like when you have a backup quarterback, yeah. you want to get him as many layups and free throws as humanly possible. Right. At least to get him in rhythm. And based on what we saw, there didn't seem to be any quote-unquote layup plays there for Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Everything right. seemed to be an intermediate throw, multiple progressions. And in basketball yeah. terms, it seemed like he they was taking – They gave him a high degree of difficulty. But You're he, right. Yeah. Again, what we don't know is maybe some of those plays were supposed to be quick hitters and he didn't see it or he was nervous and didn't throw it. And, and that's fair. And when we get the All-22 back later well, today, it takes 24 hours. We'll be able to yeah. have a better And both the coaches know that right now. Absolutely. And, and if that is the case, then you better start getting somebody else and, ready. And if you're right and he didn't do that, and that's on Stefanski. But my point was originally is that I think there's uh, r- roughly five coaches that make a difference 
in a big-time way. There's a couple of coaches at the back end who suck and are hurting teams. And probably 25 coaches in the NFL that are Just as mid. good as the talent around them. You're right. You're absolutely and, and, right. And our problem is that two of those difference makers are in our, our yeah. division. And it doesn't help. That's a problem. But when I was <laughs> looking at the game and they would show shots of Harbaugh, he had a cool, calm, poker player's demeanor. I saw that too. He knew. Today, he knew this game was over. I'm, I'm, I'm without. Was it eight starters? Yeah, he was without starters all over the field. Yeah, but he had his most important starter, and that's big. Yeah, but so that, there's a question for you: Would you rather your team go into a game minus eight starters, offense and defense, or minus your starting quarterback? And if you have an offense that is deep with talent, I'd take. I'd take that one because yeah. I've got other playmakers. But what was exposed yesterday, and, and I'm going to say this too, Cleveland Browns fans have historically and are right now over-evaluating the talent we have at wide receiver by miles. Well, I said that before. By miles. I, I mean, and, the, the, and I was... But, I was we, no, but Bull, that has been... That, that, that is said a, that every year Every thing. fan base yeah. does that. Yeah. Yeah. However, every fan base however, does that. When you look at what we have at wide receiver, it's, yeah. I said after week two, I said at the end of the season when we're doing our postmortem, we're going to look back at the wide receiver position this year the way we looked at the inside of the defensive nah, line I completely last disagree. year. I completely Watch. disagree. Watch. Amari Cooper is a top 20 wide receiver. And Miles Garrett is a top five pass rusher. You said the, the interior pass rush. Just take the it tackles. as a unit. The pass tackles. rush. Pass rush. You said D tackles, though. Right, but okay. I'm saying pass rush. Okay, yeah, you got Miles but, Garrett, but, but you got a bunch of, of guys. But the rest, no, the rest of the Browns defensive line were ter- they weren't starters. Yes, and that's the, what we got at wide receiver no, this year. No, they have decent players. They're not. Well, they're not. All right. I, 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 listen, first of all, Donovan. Bush, am, first Bush, of all, am I wrong? First D, of all, Donovan. D, can I finish my go, point? Go sure. Ahead. First of all, your idea that you would rather have a quarterback sit than eight starters is insane. No, it's because not. nothing's more. No, of course it is. Because you win with quarterbacks in this You didn't league. hear my whole statement. The, if I Jay, all I've heard you do is talk. Offense. Let somebody else get a word in right now. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So listen to me. Come on. What I'm saying is if you've got no other playmakers on offense. They none. have playmakers. What are they supposed to do? You had a quarterback that couldn't play. We have playmakers. If they had Jamar offense. Chase yesterday, it wouldn't have done him any good. We have, if they had Justin Jefferson yesterday, you didn't have a quarterback to give him the ball. What are you we talking have about? No playmakers on offense. Amari Cooper's not a playmaker. He wasn't yesterday. You just said he's not a. Is he a playmaker? Yes or no? If he's got a quarterback, of course he is. Okay, so what are but, you talking about? So who else on that offense scares any defensive coordinator? Give Nobody. Who else on the offense besides Travis Kelsey is anybody scared on the Chiefs? Nobody. Patrick Mahomes. Besides the quarterback, Jay. Oh, besides the quarterback. What teams? Other than that, let's not let's not look at the quarterback. Jay, I'm, people are scared of Deshaun Watson, not like Patrick Mahomes, of course, but no, they're not. So we, not we, even close. We're, we're, of course they are. What are your thoughts on DPJ? He's an average receiver. Okay. What are your thoughts? The Browns' on? defensive line. None of those guys were average. They were all terrible. What are your thoughts? It's on a Eli- terrible comparison. What are your no, thoughts on Elijah Moore? He's just a guy, just like I oh, said okay. he would be. What about Njoku? Average tight end. They're better than average. What about Marquise Good? Average tight end. 
Marquise Goodwin. Who thought anything of Marquise Goodwin? He's been what he was. So well, what do you want? So he's, I'm just, gee, he's making I, our point. I'm We're saying, not making your point. Saying, the Browns defensive line was loaded with scrubs. These guys are not scrubs. Okay, they're, okay. they're players. Okay, they're, they're, they're average they're, guys. They're better. They're better. They're way better than better last than year's You're saying scrubs. Line. I mean, they have Miles Garrett, too. Yes, Let's just like the Browns that. have Amari Cooper. And and what are you getting? You're getting from the Browns wide receivers this year what we got from the Browns defensive That's line last a year. a ridiculous comparison, no, but I, whatever. I, so, I, I believe that the Browns defensive line last year was worse than what the— what, Of course they're worse. But it was the worst in the league. I, I think what Jay is saying is— Yeah. We're overestimating the Ooh, value. Who? Not me. No, I no, didn't no, overestimate. No, 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 I never a said lot you. Of people, a lot of people. You're so defensive, yes. Bull. I never a, said you. A, a lot of people. I said the Cleveland Browns I'm not defensive. I'm just saying. Of which you're not a part of. So I, why would I say you? I'm saying that the of, every fan base overrates their talent. They Everyone, do? Everyone. Of course they do. Does, I had every Jet fan telling me they're going to go to the playoffs when Aaron Rodgers The Jets or the Browns? <laughs> the Jets are the Browns. Every their fan, fan base is the Browns fan base. They talk Steeler fans were saying Kenny Pickett's going to be the next star. They talk themselves into the idea that they're better than they are. That's what we've done here. Did Steeler fans not think Kenny Pickett was going to be great? Yeah, yeah, How's he been so far? That's fans. Some did. Some did. He's I trash. think the problem in Pittsburgh is the offensive coordinator. The, the, you can do two things at once. Yeah. Everybody's delusional. You, everybody can drink the Kool-Aid. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and I don't care what other fans <laughs> yeah, are. I don't we're care delusional every other... too. So what we're saying is, if you look at this receiving core, there, there are certain, and this is what I said before we start the show. Sometimes, you know, they're two and two. Is the world falling? No, because Deshaun Watson can come back. Well, you guys and, are talking about the team as if everything's no, no, lost. No, 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 no. Yeah. We're just pointing out areas of opportunity. There are some areas where they can improve. This is the same way they would do in a film session. You think they're going to go in there and say everything was great when we lost 28 to 3? No, they're going to say, Jim Schwartz is going to say defense. We got to adjust some stuff. They found out some stuff on the run game. Remember, I, I'll, I'll even go to this. I, and just so you know, we we watching and we talk about the X's and O's. Yeah. One thing that Jim Schwartz saw and one thing I give Baltimore credit for was we talked about non-contained on the backside. Didn't we tell you that? Well, what we said was <laughs> at some point, someone's going to figure that out. And, and I said, and you watch the touchdown play with Lamar Jackson. You see what they did. Everything Everybody, Every way. flow. And yeah. then what they did is they took and ran the counterplay with the quarterback right, and it opened up like the Red Sea. And I thought, I was like, oh, they've been doing some film work on this. But, Bull, or Gene, that's always been the counter <laughs> right. to an over-aggressive, yep. a hot-pursuit defense. We that's saw why that. beat it. And that's what we wanted. Flow it one we way. We can't complain about it now. We wanted no. them to be aggressive. Oh, no. No, no. no. That, it is what it is. And yeah. if they had but to show, there's a cheap code and if, to if it, they and had, now it's out of the bag. Yeah. I don't buy that at all. We'll see. Nobody else we'll can see. play. First of all, nobody, there's no other Lamar. Nobody else can play that way. There are other He's running quarterbacks. There, Not like him, though. There, there's other plays you can do to simulate that. You can yeah. do counter plays in the backfield with running backs. And you Jim Schwartz that. is a great yeah. coach, and he'll adjust he'll as adjust well. Too. But here's the thing. The other the, the touchdown that put the game out of hand at 21-3 when they scored that third. Andrew, that was a great throw by Lamar and a great catch by that, Andrew. That was the greatest. What are you going to do? That was the, the best. Coverage, the coverage was vintage, good. Vintage that, that throw Lamar. Was, that was best, a beautiful throw. It's the best throw I've ever and seen. And a great Lamar. catch. I've, I've, it's the best throw I've ever seen Lamar Jackson. Yeah, it's, um, it's among them. I mean, he's made I mean, some incredible throws it was, in his career. I mean, I don't know how he got it in but there. But there was one spot that he could hit where that play would be a touchdown, and he hit it. And, and like, he hit perfect the, throw. The, the, uh, perfect, perfect execution. Denzel Ward maybe didn't get as much on his jump, but that's because yeah, he was moving I mean, in the process. 
But he played it well. First of all, the mismatch at that position, they took advantage of it. And and I think one thing that we saw when it was 14 and three, and this is where you go back, goes back to talking about Harbaugh. He won that game and it was easy to him. He didn't, it it wasn't like, it was a walk in the park because he played complimentary football. He understood. See, the Ravens and the Steelers do this, and I'll give them credit for it. They don't go in basing the game off of what, what they did last week or what you did last week. They go on basing it based on what's happening today. They knew they had a rookie quarterback, and they said, listen, guys, all we need to do, we're going to get Lamar Jackson loose on a few runs. And you see, yeah. 15 and 19. It wasn't. He didn't throw the ball for 300 yards. No. 15 they didn't even have 300 yards no. total offense. Efficient. They run their stuff on offense. And when it was 14 to three, he looked around and said, "That's all we need because they ain't scoring none." That's yeah. Right. Well, what scares me is the team that's coming in here in two weeks is even better at doing that. Yeah. Well, I think the Niners are the best team in football right now. Long way to go. Long way to go. But Buffalo, I think Buffalo. Buffalo looked pretty good. Buffalo looked pretty good. Just goes to show you, we're not Buffalo's saying. Buffalo's defense, they're, they're good on both sides of the ball. And, so is San Francisco, though. And, and, and this just goes to show you, we look at the Dolphins and you look at the Bills. Every week is different. So, like, I'm not sitting here saying the Browns can't come back and Deshaun Watson looks great and put up great numbers against the 49ers. They're a good team. Look what happened to the Bills. Well, look and, at the Cowboys the two weeks ago to yesterday. Yes, That's the NFL. Like, you can easily bounce back from this and have a great a mind-blowing win. That's I mean, right. And we're gonna and if Deshaun Watson plays and they beat the Niners, we're not all these things go away. One thousand percent doesn't mean they're not still there and there aren't still issues, but then you forget about now, all but as you, we sit here thirteen days from the game, my com- my confidence level that that's gonna happen is very low. Because because when you look at all everything, everybody has to pull their weight. And to me, Stefanski is a as in a below average play caller. Is and, he the answer long term as the Browns play caller? <sighs> I, I Notice I didn't say head coach. Yeah, I, 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 I don't mind keeping Stefanski because I actually like his demeanor. I just don't like his playbook. I don't like what he does offensively. I don't like the scheme. I don't like that. I, I, if Stefanski, Deshaun Watson likes him. Listen, that's true. That's, if Deshaun Watson likes the playbook. Yeah, that's great. But here's the thing. I got to well, make it. Well, Deshaun Watson likes him, and he comes back healthy, and they finish 12-5, and five, that's we, great. That's great. If but Deshaun Watson likes him, he comes back healthy, and the Browns finish 7-10, and 10, that's well, not fired. great. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. great. Yeah. So, but to me – Or at I, least loses the play calling. No, he's fired. Like, they, I, I would – I'm with G. I, instead of just dismissing him and firing him, I would be all in yeah. on a move where – Jimmy or somebody came to him and said, "Get a coordinator, man. You're staying on as the head coach, but you're hiring an offensive coordinator. Whether that's Van Pelt or not, you're you're is going to be a true offensive coordinator. You're going to be the head coach of the team. We've seen your play calling now for four full seasons. We're we're ready to move on from it. You and, can stay as head coach if you want. I would be fine with that. And it's not like he doesn't have input. Well, what's He'll the beef? What's your biggest beef with the offense? Bland. The, well, he does. You, every time they run a trick play that doesn't work, you get mad. My, my beef with the offense is yes. I, yes. I, I'm not complaining about the trick plays. No, no, no. I, listen, my beef with the offense yeah. is, is timing and rhythm of the offense and when you call certain things. His first scripted plays yeah. are okay. 
But when you're talking about a coordinator, you actually have an a la carte menu of plays to run. Say it's third and two. You got your yeah. third and two plays. You got your second and medium plays right here, here, here. You got your third and long plays. It's not the fact that his scripted plays are bad. It's when he goes to pick and punch and dial up other plays for certain circumstances. That are routine that first and tens. You, you don't, he's, he's not on, on task. The plays don't <laughs> have any, any semblance to him. And I ask people all the time. If you watch the, the Baltimore Ravens and the way they play, that is a Baltimore Ravens game, 15 or 19, uh, uh, 21 or 24. Those are games Lamar Jackson, they're not asking them to go deep. They're going to run what they run. But when you yeah, watch. But they do ask them to go deep plenty at other times. But uh, no, they're not asking them to do shots. <laughs> Everybody was complaining that Lamar didn't have the talent because he wants to throw more. Uh, the, now it's like, well, he's got to uh, play conservative. No, no, no. Not, we're not talking about conservative. Yeah. We're talking about the play style and what we're yeah. doing in progression. They to played me, and called the perfect game Sunday. To, to me, they didn't ask him to do it. If I day. asked you, in Kevin Stefan, while Kevin Stefanski has been here, what is the Browns' identity on offense? What would you say? Confused. What would you say the identity is? Till this year, it's been running the ball. So if we if we're not running the football, if they are, if your identity is running the football. That means you would be running the football no matter who's back there. Well, no matter what our line right. is built on this, we're going to run. Here's the, the unfortunate thing that the Browns found themselves in. And I, it just hit me again yesterday. Someone told me this after Nick Chubb went out. And I dismissed it because it didn't, that wasn't the case against Tennessee. Mm. But what he said is, now we're really going to see how Stefanski can coach offense. And I said, why? What does that mean? He said, this team is built for Nick Chubb. They're not built for a 35 throw a passes a game. And they don't have another Nick Chubb in the wings. And his phrase was, and I've used it on the show, Nick hides a lot of your warts. Mm-hmm. And now they're going to be exposed. So I think, the, well, I say they were caught, caught in an unfortunate spot. They drafted Nick Chubb. And Nick Chubb turned into the top three, one of the top three backs in the NFL. Mm-hmm. By so the way, you we got were... him. You, you're going to use him. Yeah. So I don't blame the Browns for saying we're going to build around this guy. But as Bull has pointed out a million times on this show, those teams don't win Super Bowls in today's NFL. The teams that win Super Bowls are teams that have throwing quarterbacks. So if that's the case, and we know it is, the Browns kind of had the misfortune of having one of the best running backs in the league at a time when it just doesn't fit its purpose. When, when Jim Brown was the best running back in the league, that's how you won. Unfortunately for the Browns, they had Nick Chubb in a passing era, and now they don't have Nick Chubb. And the point that my buddy was making that seems to be on point, we're going to see now. We're going to see now. Well, but how is it on – at this point – it's not, a, it's not on point because the first game without Nick Chubb, the offense was great. Was right. The best that's game. why I said after the Tennessee game, I'm like, well, that's and, not necessarily true. And last week, I mean, this past game, you played with a, a guy making his NFL debut. I think, I, I mean, you can give Stefanski some blame, but Stefanski could have called the perfect game. They still probably weren't going to win The yesterday. degree of his coaching play calling, yeah. the degree of difficulty has drastically gone up. He's lost his best quarterback yes. and his best running back. Right. So, in a vacuum, yeah. if you just consider those two points, right now, as we like to say, all eyes are on you. Well, I get it. All eyes are on Stefanski and, and Watson. 
They're going to be asked to carry this right. team. And if they can't get it done, we know Watson can't be fired, so Stefanski's going to be fired and should be. If the Browns don't go to the playoffs, Stefanski should be fired. Bottom line, end of conversation. And Under I've defended all circumstances. What if they're 10-7 and seven and I, they just miss? Well, okay, that's, that's you know. I mean, it's possible. Then we're possible. going to have some arguments. Too. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's it. But if they finish under 500, and, and I don't want to hear it. He's done. That's it. Goodbye. But I will say this one, one quick sidebar. As much as I live, love Nick Chubb, and he's my all-time favorite Browns player, uh, anybody, we were all insane to think that anybody was better than Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's the best back in the league. Well, he's so versatile. Yeah. I he's mean, a wide receiver and running back in and one. He's, and, he, and he still ha- can do a lot of the things that Nick can do. I think the, the reason I'm, I'm keeping the, that, that the, the pendulum has swung back into his court now, yeah, and I think wrong. it's because early on he was dinged a lot. Well, and, and he was no, missing er, a lot of action. Well, early on he wasn't, but the no, but before, yeah, his first couple of years he right. was fine. And then he had then two he had years. a stretch where it was just like this guy can't stay right. on the field. He had two years, and everybody felt he just doesn't have that long term staying that's power. Right. And now and that I'm that still he's, not, con- I'm, I'm not convinced that he does. Right, but he did it's last amazing. year. Have you seen his numbers in the 18 or 19 games I have. with the Niners? It's I mean, all time great. It's absurd. It's all time great what yeah. he's doing. We got to do a PCC read real quick, and that's actually going to lead us right into a little running back chat here. So before we do that. We have a answer from the poll, from the chat, excuse me, whenever we do that. It comes to us by PCC Airfoils. You're looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits? Well, PCC Airfoils is the leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations at PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions. Start at $18 and up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. We asked our trusted YouTube community page. Who is more at fault for the Browns' embarrassing loss and offensive performance at home yesterday versus the Ravens? 58%. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Said the blame falls more on Kevin Stefanski. 37% said on DTR. And 6% is blaming the defense. Was the offensive line not a... Not a Those uh, are the three options. How could anybody yeah. blame the defense? Yeah, I don't blame the defense yeah. at all, That's man. ridiculous. I mean, the defense held... If you told me coming into the game, the Ravens won't have 300 yards of total offense, it's, yeah. all, we get, we, it's a win. Yeah. It's a that, win. That's definitely a win. And even when you look at the stats, like I think the first downs were 18 to 16. Yeah. Or something. It wasn't the Browns. I it think, was closer. Won the time yeah, I mean, of one of the Ravens' touchdowns came off of an interception on a short yard Which situation. Which is a, is a point. When does this defense start forcing turnovers? We're a quarter away through the season. Yeah. And they ha- they aren't doing nope. it. They got a turnover yesterday. It was a and, gift in the red zone. But it was a gift. It was a gift. We'll t- I'll take it all wasn't. Gifts. It wasn't anything to us. <laughs> right. We fell on a loose ball. Hey, listen. I found but a hundred dollars. A lot of turnovers out. are gifts. Right. Well, but sometimes you find teams that make their own breaks. They rip the ball away. They yeah. step in front of passes, and they don't yeah. drop them when they're in their hands. This team, to be an all-time great defense, has to be better than 30th in the NFL in takeaways. Well, you, you, here's, sure. the, here's the thing. They, like, I, yeah. like the, I like Jim Schwartz's attitude. 
you know, when when people was praising him and asking him about all time great stuff, he said, it was "Man, ridiculous." We got. He said, "We I I had to make some adjustments after that we won against the Tennessee." Right. He said, "Some stuff y'all didn't even really see." He's like, like. There's a lot of meat left on the bone, per se, about this defense. Well, Baltimore saw it. And, and they saw something in it. And I thought the tackling went back down. I thought the tackling, mm-hmm. tackling yeah. a lot of missed tackles. JOK missed a lot of open field tackles. Um, you know, obviously, it's Lamar Jackson. He's going to move around and he's going to make some plays. But I thought the I think run- Emerson missed a couple. Too. Emerson missed a couple tackles. And I thought they found something on misdirection plays and, and plays running opposite of where the rush is coming from. And so, you know, I thought Baltimore ran the ball really well, and that was the thing that we could not stop. Um, and Baltimore does a good job of saying, look. Yeah. They you, still only average four yards per carry. It's not like they were killing it but, out there. But, no, they, no, but the, yeah. I think the defense in general, that's why I think it's absurd yeah. that, that 6% of the people would say. That's insane. Oh, it's a de- I think you should have, instead of the defense, you should have put the offensive line on there. Agreed. I, I think the percentage of blame for Stefanski is fair, over 50. I think 37 on DTR is unrealistic. <laughs> it got thrown to the wolves. Well, it's a, it's a tricky situation because in this hand, I say, well, he was awful. There's he was. No doubt. But, but realistically, I would say, what do you expect? But on Friday, when we thought DTR might play, you guys all said you were sticking with the Browns. We were all talking ourselves into maybe yeah. he can do it. Yeah. Well, well, here's the thing. Rock Purdy did it. We've got a great defense. I, I, why not? Right. I talk, well, why not? Right, yeah. Because I talked myself into it based on how every coach goes about. We, we look at Bailey Zappi. Bailey Zappi came in here last year with the New England Patriots a couple years ago. And, no, it was last year. Yep. And, and, and they put 38 on us. You know why? Because after you went and evaluated and you looked at film, Bill Belichick saw two or three plays in which he found out the way the Browns were covering certain things in, in, up front and in the secondary. They were giving you points. And, and he said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to come in and we're going to do exactly that. And that's the way you have to do with rookies. You have to pare it down. And I know the, the percentage chance of you winning ain't yeah. very high. Most teams with rookies making their first start lose the you game. Lose again. Let's be fair. So you got to you got to make it nasty. I blame Brock Purdy for all this. Yeah, it has it's to be his money. Fault. And, and, and there's no draws. There's no. Well, how many games have the Patriots won since that Bally, Bailey Zappi game? Two. Not a ton. That's <laughs> kind of crazy. Man, to date, that was the biggest defeat Bill Belichick has yeah, ever had, bad. including his years in Cleveland. They said they're calling for Bill's head out there right now. Well, look, mm. Super Bowl equity yeah. carries a couple of years, but because Brady went on and won one without him, yeah, that looked- a lot of Patriots fans I know started the, – the pendulum was always in the middle. It's 50 Tom, 50 Bill. Yeah. And and then when Bill uh, – Tom went and won one in Tampa with a playoff – with the team that missed the playoffs here before, that went to like 60-40 – Tom, yeah. and you saw what the reaction was when they brought Tom back to yeah. Uh, yeah. to Foxborough earlier this well, year. I th- and now the way things are going, I think it's probably 80-20. They took some shine off it too because I didn't understand why Bill Belichick said, I'm going to hire a defensive coordinator, Matt Patricia, and make him the well, offense. And look, I said, what? Let's face it. Bill Belichick, the GM, has been a failure for a number 100%. of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. been terrible at that. But uh, Also, I thought his advantage early on in his career was he outworked everybody. Right. N- nobody's outworking anybody in the no, NFL no, anymore. No, it's not possible. I mean, the guys are getting to work at 5 in the morning, and they're staying yeah. until midnight. And everybody's burning the oil, and everybody has analytics. Yeah. And what used to be Bill's advantage is partly why everybody is able to do that now. Right. They're all doing the same yeah. thing he did. They, DTR wasn't the only rookie making his uh, debut. Aiden O'Connell of the Raiders. 
Oh, yeah, because Garoppolo was there. Yeah. And they and almost won. Well, I don't know about almost won. But the Chargers, what? I, well, he hurt his hand. I know, but you talk about a quarterback or a coach that's got to be in the sling. I mean, they're 2-2. Two and two, Yeah. And they easily could be 0-4. They well, could be 0-4. They easily could be 4-0, too. I don't know about that. So I don't know about that. The two games they lost, they lost. Tough. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.